Mr. Barry Soper, political editor, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you too, Andrew. Heard you talking to the boys in the afternoon yesterday and you started off by talking about Iggy and you haven't said anything to me. <laughs> huh? Well, we're going to have an Iggy report, weren't we? Maybe tomorrow. Oh, okay. So what, we're coming up to six weeks at the end of this week, aren't we? So Yes, we are. All yeah. right. Iggy report tomorrow. Cannot wait. <laughs> the Greens Party has sent an open letter to the Prime Minister. They want rent freezes. Yes, um, and they want them immediately, uh, both James Shaw and Marama Davidson. Um, it's an open letter gone to the Prime Minister, and they're basing it on a November 2021 report by uh, the Ministry of Social Development. Now, that found that more than 60% of low-income renters in New Zealand in 2018 were spending more than 40% of their income covering the rent, and they say that's simply unacceptable. They also want uh, warrant of fitness for rental properties, they want a landlord register, and they want an increase in housing supply. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> in effect, in my view, Andrew, this is nothing short of a grandstanding by the Greens. They know rent controls are off the table. Now, Marama Davidson's also the Associate Housing Minister, so why didn't she simply take it up with the Minister, Megan Wood, and find out uh, that they are indeed flogging a dead horse? This is about cynically playing to their constituents. The feedback has been, thank you, Marama. Um, this is something that we should have seen from all political parties. We're really pleased that the Greens are going out there and standing up for renters. People are able to understand that as co-leaders, we are able to stand as an independent Green Party and put up a range of housing solutions, um, even with an associate housing minister, and I'm really proud of doing that work. And I'm really pleased and encouraged by the feedback that we are having from <laughs> renters, actually, yes. um, um, from ordinary folk, who know that the situation, the status quo, is unacceptable, deeply unjust, and we all have to do something about that. I'm proud that it is the Greens that are leading. Yeah, well, they must know also that uh, it hasn't got a bolters of actually yeah. happening. Yeah. Jacinda Ardern, who is up country today, she said uh, rents are about housing supply and controlling them could in fact uh, backfire. We do have to make sure that we use all the evidence on what is going to make the, the biggest difference to our renters in the rental market. Uh, and in looking some of these options in the past, uh, one of the concerns is that it can stifle supply and that could make the situation worse. So the Greens letter, Andrew, has been returned to sender. Of course it has been. If you think you can control the rents, then you could also control the property prices and wave your magic yeah. wand and everything will be just fine. And, and in fact, I was asked in the office today, what do you think about the rent controls? And I said, what are their ideas to make it happen? And everyone, <laughs> oh, I don't really know. And see, that's the thing. They're just saying it, should, it would be a good thing and they'll get, a rental vote. they'll get a rental vote out of that. And you're quite right. It's quite cynical. Yep. Yeah, it is. So the slow police response times. We're talking to dairy owners in about 15 minutes' time. What, what oh, about the please. politics? Well, you know, yeah, it's, this is politics yet again. Um, in Auckland, uh, officers take, um, well, they used to take about 26 minutes uh, to arrive in 2017. Now it's almost two hours. And it's the same all over the place, except in the Deep South, I might say. And yesterday, when Potter Williams was asked about it, she wasn't sure what was going on. Well, today, uh, on her way into the, into the house, she said that she had now seen the numbers. I wasn't over the detail, and that's because I hadn't had a chance to actually look at the information and understand uh, the details of that, uh, that information and uh, get a briefing from the police.
As a rule, do you believe the police are responding quickly enough? As a rule, not just emergency, but as a rule. Well, they, the, um, well there are um, the, the data and some of the, the spikes that uh, we're experiencing are also in areas like dealing with family harm. And as you know, um, Barry, that the, um, the public has responded to many campaigns about reporting family harm. We are reporting far more than we have in the past, and that has meant uh, police are dealing with far more reports in that area. It's not only family harm, though, is it? It's not. It's not, but the police will tell you themselves that one of the, the largest calls to service that they have is in the family harm space. So essentially what she's saying there, Andrew, is that the police are overstretched. Yeah, well, they are. They've got more crime. Yeah. They've got more crime. We're, we're bad people and they, there's only... <laughs> well, we are. What we appear yeah. to be. If crime is on the up in certain areas, in other areas it's down, but in certain mm. areas if it's on the up, particularly mental health, then, yes. you know, a problem. Now, Louisa Wall, um, we know the saga is Louisa Wall, but today she gets a new job. What's that job? Well, it's interesting, isn't it, that um, Louisa Wall is due to deliver her valedictory, leaving Parliament this time next week. She'll now obviously go easy on Labour because Nanaima Hooter has just announced that she will be, wait for it, the Pacific Gender Equality Ambassador. And you might say, what the hell does that mean? Yes. Well, I'll just read out um, one paragraph of the statement. The Ambassador for, general, uh, for Gender Equality will establish new partnerships and programmes that support the full and effective participation by women and LGBTQI+, and equal opportunities for leadership at all levels, decision-making in political, economic and public life in the Pacific. So... How on earth they're going to affect this? Goodness only knows. It's a two-year mm. appointment, so um, she'll by next year's election she'll be almost uh, over the job. She takes it up in May, so an ambassadorial role just seems uh, again a bit cynical to me. Well, yeah, she's going to wander around the country having wine and cheese evenings with people uh, that she all around probably, the Pacific probably yeah. probably already knows and has talked to before and. Dare I ask how much she gets paid for this, or is that a, a secret? Well, there'll be an ambassador's um, pay packet that goes with it, and I would I reckon it wouldn't be shy of a, at least two to three hundred k. That's a good job if you can get it, isn't it, Barry? Thank Not you so much. Job. Can't wait for the Iggy report tomorrow.